Hood. I'm Melanie, your host, and today we are joined by Stacy. Hi. Hey, Stacy. So, what do you do? Um, that's a loaded question. I am an entrepreneur, so I have my own business and a startup, and I struggle a lot. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Sounds like a just a breeze in the park. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how did you become an entrepreneur? Is it something you always knew you wanted to do? No, I honestly, like ever since I was really little, I knew I wanted to work in the government. I studied international relations oh. and I knew I was just going to go into foreign policy. Wow. Um, yeah, I loved just... I loved the world as a whole and like the concept of nations interacting with other nations and just and I love different cultures. And then as soon as I got into it, um, I realized that it is not what I want to do. Plot twist. Yep. <laughs> and um, fortunately, I'm from you know the Bay Area, and so I was what. Afterwards, uh, I studied actually in San Francisco, so I got a job at a tech company. What are your businesses? So I do. I have a tech startup. It's in the fashion wearable space. It's a smart shirt that captures your body measurements. Um, and then my business that funds the startup um, would be web development. So I'm a former project manager and Android developer by trade, and then that kind of just manifested or just morphed into... Um, software because Android is based in Java once you learn that it's really easy to pick up different languages and so yeah I then just became more of a web developer and now I just do web development for clients in all industries and digital marketing and SEO and really just trying to help other businesses navigate the digital world um, the very complex and ever-changing digital world that's yeah. constantly growing as well. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. very much in the tech space. And we were talking before kind of because I was saying this is like a creativity podcast, just talking about what it is to be creative. And I see you, I'm like, wow, she's one of the most creative people I know because your skill set is ridiculous. But you well, didn't think you were it. creative. Yeah, actually, it wasn't until like an advisor of mine told me I was creative. Um, But yeah, for the longest time, I never thought I was creative. I could not draw. I could not sing. I mean, unless you wanted your ears to bleed. (laughs) Um, I just, I hadn't, I was very, I just lacked really just like the artistic skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so traditionally, you didn't think you yeah, were creative, which right. I totally relate to. Yeah, well. exactly. So, like, I just never saw myself as an artist. And because of that, I felt like I definitely just wasn't creative. As the official keeper of creativity, I'm here to tell you you're creative. So, yeah. you're welcome. Well, <laughs> thank you. I mean, now I, now I see a lot of my creativity. I mean, even, like... People would say that, well, writing is an outlet of creativity, but, like, I never saw it that way either just because a lot of the writing I did was very tech-based as well. (laughs) You know, it's not like I was writing tech manuals or anything like that. But, yeah, now I definitely see the many different ways that I am creative. We're going to rewind all the way back to the beginning, your childhood, because 
My question is, how do you get to being a baby into an entrepreneur? What are some steps that you took as you grew up? Did you have influences in your life, people that you learned from, um, that showed you what an entrepreneur looks like? What did you learn from them? Well, like I said, I never had, I never really had an, the ambition to be an entrepreneur. So I feel like when you talk to most entrepreneurs, they just, they felt like, you know, they had like this burning desire when they were young and they even like demonstrated entrepreneurial, you know, um, characteristics when they're young, you know, setting up that lemonade stand. Like I never did that. Like, I didn't care. Like, like yeah, I'm going to go climb a tree, you know? So, like, I just, I never had that desire. Um, my dad, he, I mean, very interesting. He moved from the Soviet Union in 1990. He moved with nothing but, like, two suitcases and three kids, you know? And That's crazy. Yeah, so he's really just, like, living the American dream, you know? But... Mm-hmm. It's very inspiring and he was really like the only one that would be the entrepreneur in my life but like I said I never wanted to be an entrepreneur and even when I got a job at a tech company after college I still didn't really want to be an entrepreneur um why did you not want to be it's not that I didn't it's not that I like completely ignored it yeah like I mean I'm just like whatever like I just I never thought of it like it was Again, like, I feel like people, when you ask most entrepreneurs, it's like they just know, they just felt it, you know, from a very young age that they wanted to. I did not feel that even well after college. It's not that I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I wanted to build things. I really liked creating things. I had a bunch of ideas. And honestly, that's kind of where it started. I had, when I started working at the tech company, it came on as a project manager. So I didn't have like any coding skills or anything of that sort. But I did have like, you know, management skills at that point. I was managing, you know, like eventually got to a team of 35 and, and just like project skills, I guess. I don't know. And, um, and organizational skills for sure. But I really just kind of, like, grew an interest in, like, the whole idea of ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was really intrigued by the founders and, like, why they started the company, you know. Because, again, up until that point, I was just so fixated on the government and just, like, working for, with, like, on foreign policy and, you know, building relationships with other nations and, and like, you know, the more diplomatic arena of of the world and so I really just like grew a fascin grew like really a just fascination yeah. of just ideas you yeah. know like how so your interests were taking a change and you didn't yeah really yeah and I think I never really explored any of my own ideas because I was just like I, all I really cared and knew about was just you know foreign affairs and the world mm-hmm. you know I never really saw the world in that lens um and so but then it was like then that I really started entertaining and exploring my own ideas and then at that point you know I kind of spit it at spit it at one of my advisors and, and mentors and I was just like really 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 want to build it and I'm like but I don't know how and so then I would just learn and then I would just try and I would just do it and then I fail, but then, you know, I, I have so many, I mean, I 
couldn't honestly even tell you. failed attempts. And like, when you say like you went and learned how to do it, is this like you're taking classes to learn a certain skill? Well, I wouldn't say like research. I've like had like, you know, a set number of failed businesses where like legally, you know, it's like a, a corporation that I started and then, you know, <laughs> close up shop, you know. It's more of just like I have so many ideas and then, I don't know, just go about trying to cr- create something with it. And then for whatever reason, it just didn't unfold. It doesn't go I mean, anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like trying the different things of like creating a website for it and then like figuring out. Yeah. How that so works I or... really, yeah. So like even like taking, like breaking down the whole idea into a more like tangible thing, um, I really also just enjoyed the whole like literally coding and building. Like I really loved like coding and then seeing it actually come to life you know like so but as much as I love like the actual creation of that stuff like I really just love like the more like higher level like more of just the more abstract right concepts and ideas the idea of ideas the idea of ideas exactly (laughs) I love the idea of ideas so now you are an entrepreneur this is what you're doing full-time Yes. What kind of person... I wish it paid more. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of person does it take to be an entrepreneur? Because I know this is not an easy ride for you. So personally, it takes... Well, I I remember like I told you, I told you once how I don't understand how people cannot want to be an entrepreneur, right? But then I also... I can tell you for sure why not, because it's hard. Right. And not everyone has all those skill sets. But go on. Well, but I mean, the point I was trying to get to is it's interesting that I even say that because I haven't always wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, I (laughs) say it now because I'm like, oh, duh, like it's obvious, you know, but I haven't always wanted. But I honestly think like I haven't always wanted to be an entrepreneur just because I never entertained that thought. You know, I think from the very beginning, I just felt I wanted to go into foreign policy. But anyways, um... I think to be an entrepreneur, I mean, I think that there's a lot of characteristics that, you know, you would have to have. I think one is just an insatiable curiosity. Um, I think you have to constantly be curious about everything around you. Um, You have to be constantly asking questions. People are so annoyed by my questions. I ask so many questions. I don't know. I mean, I can list out a recipe of characteristics you need, but I, I really do think like, well, I think learning and curiosity go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you really just constantly want to just seek out, just know more and more. I think you also need to be, I mean, obviously like, I want to say like a risk taker, but I just, I feel like you have to be able to take chances. Um and I think you definitely also have to be okay with failure because that's just in- inevitable. Uh, I think actually, and this is part of you know even just project management and, and being agile. It's you know you can't you just spit like you throw out different iterations or different tactics. I guess you can say just to kind of rule out the things that don't work. You know, and so I think the more that you try and the more that you fail, the closer you are to success. I mean, you, I, I don't need to say that. You can look at any really successful entrepreneur. I mean, took how many t- 
tries for Thomas Edison to do a light bulb, even though I think he got it on the first try. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, probably. Um, So yeah, so definitely, you know, you have to be okay with failure. Um, And I also think like you have to. I think this is actually probably really, really, really important. You can't be fixated on what other people think of you, and like you almost kind of have to do the opposite of what other what what's quote unquote normal. Um, right, because you're doing something no one's ever done before, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that's the whole point, right? Is to build something that hasn't been built or to build something or build something that's already built but better, you know? And to do any, either of those, you can't do what's already been done. You can't be what's already been, you know? So mm-hmm. I really think, like, you have to embrace you know, just you and be okay with that. And yeah. And also just like, just not again, just like with the whole failure thing, I I feel like people don't want to try because they're scared of not succeeding. When in reality, I think like people need to realize that they will fail. (laughs) Like, like that's just, that's not, it's not like, you know, you can go for it and maybe yeah maybe you will maybe you won't like you will fail and so you have to be okay with not caring about what other people will think of you in those moments and when you're saying like you're trying to do the new and not always worry about what other people think or say I know you and your life have a lot of great mentors and advisors and so they've probably been there before and like are able to um, give you advice on how to navigate through that how do you find those mentors or like what experience do they have and what are some highlights that they tell you in terms of finding them I don't you know it's not like you can go to like mentors and advisors.com yeah I think um you know you really just like kind of have to look around you know Honestly, I feel like I wish I, I had more mentors, you know, but mentors don't even have to be somebody that is alive and somebody that you talk to. I mean, you can learn crazy amounts from like really, really just like influential people in life. I mean, just read about them. Like you don't have, they, you don't need to have a coffee date with a mentor. That's um, interesting. Break her as well, for instance. He, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, he's a mentor of mine. But, I mean, I think, like, I love the guy. He's a lunatic. He's absolutely crazy. (laughs) But he's... Right up your alley. He's so right up my alley. And I remember one time he was speaking at a conference I was at in Manhattan. And um, I knew some people that were working at the conference. And I was... Literally, I went up to them. I was like, I have to meet him. Like, I will literally run through all of like the backstage and back doors of MSG to meet this <laughs> lunatic. He's considered one of the fathers of AI, artificial intelligence, and you know, he's the guy behind, you know, the singularity and the whole our anyways, not going to go too my head. Exactly. So, literally, but it's all about just like <laughs> extending our head to the cloud or our brain to the cloud. How like information Oh, so that was a smart joke I made. Yeah, well, yeah. Thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, um, you know, and so like I would spend so much, so much of like my free time just reading like everything that he's produced. I mean, I would love to have a coffee date with him, but that's not to say that he 
it wasn't like a mentor of mm-hmm. mine. I mean, I looked up to him. I still do. I think he's he's a he's a brilliant guy, and you can learn a lot from him. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think like if you don't necessarily have people in your life that can be considered advisors or mentors, I don't think you have to go very far to find them. Nice. Public what libraries is, are good for that. <laughs> what is a step? Someone who's listening who may have always wanted to be an entrepreneur but just like don't even know where to begin. What's something they can just do today to start on that path? And they're like, yeah, they have an idea. They're like, I want to make glasses of water that never run out of water. Where do they start? If you already have an idea, um, I think you really kind of just have to go do your research now at that point um, to see if it exists on the market because more likely than not, it already does. Um, I Googled this. It's not there. <laughs> okay, so then you have to think about why um, because it very much so could be, and I really hate saying this because this is, I would actually, I probably shouldn't say this, but like it may not be possible. For instance, teleportation. I would love it if teleportation could exist. But physically, that would mean that we would die. You're crushing me right now. So, you know, you do have to then go down that. Now, but teleportation, I mean, that's just like, I just have to say it because, like, you know, you Thank just you. have your due diligence. Thank you for setting my expectations. That but, no, I mean, I but I don't want to encourage that because I really do think that there is a way. There's always a way, you know, but again... I would love for teleportation to exist, but that would mean that we would die. So So maybe it leads to another idea, like bullet trains. They're really fast. Exactly. It's almost like teleportation. It's almost like teleportation. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so then, I mean, if you already have an idea, then, yeah, check to see if it already exists. And if it doesn't, then look into the why. Because you're most likely they're not you're they're not like you're not the first person to have thought about this mm-hmm. um I know for like my startup when I first had that idea at this point like six seven years ago um it didn't exist and it wasn't it didn't take long to realize why it didn't exist <laughs> I stopped it I stopped pursuing it because it was just it was a very difficult thing from a technical standpoint, you know, and it wasn't really until five years later that I met the right people, technology like the world was just in a different place than it was before that then enabled, you know, such a such a uh, an idea to actually become a reality. So even if your idea is so far out there, don't like cross it off, you know, but just know that like it might like you'll you know again like I don't want to say that it won't be possible that's not the mindset of an entrepreneur that's not what that's not the message I'm trying to get across um I'm just saying that you know there's just a lot of things that you would need to consider and again I feel like that's really narrowing the definition of an entrepreneur you know it's Mm -hmm. like an entrepreneur is not somebody necessarily somebody who has just these world-changing ideas that they then implement. An entrepreneur can be any, really anybody that just, I feel like, builds something for profit. (laughs) Right. Now there's so many resources of, like, websites. Yeah, even, like, from an app standpoint. So I'm a, like, former Android developer, and people would come up to me, they're like, I have this great idea for an app. I'm like, great, don't do it. Shove it down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because... 
there's just so well first and foremost i mean nobody uses really apps anymore it's like you open up your phone and i bet you you have like 20 apps that you've downloaded that you've never even opened after you downloaded yeah, you use the same four crap yep exactly so you use the same three to four mm-hmm. apps you know so from like you know a whole like from like the social network standpoint like you're in a very tough market like if you're trying to build an app that's trying to replace facebook or instagram you're in a it's just, it's going to I mean, not saying that you can't do it, but, like, it's just a different ballgame. So I think, like, whatever <laughs> app you're trying to build is you're probably most likely able to fill that need in a different way. An app is not the solution. I'm sure whatever need you're trying to fill is necessary, but an app may not is probably most likely not the way to do it. Now, being an entrepreneur, how do you like it? I love it. I love it a lot. Every day is crazy. I mean, well, I shouldn't say every day is crazy because it's not true. Well, I mean, you you it's hung out with you're me. Crazy. You it is true. Like, yeah, even like going to the grocery store is like not typical. Like, <laughs> it's just it's a joke. My life is a joke, honestly. Like, that's I think that's just it's like not a joke. No, it's comical. It's comical. It's comical. It it's really like you just can't make that up. Like, and and at some point, like you kind of just like. I stopped stressing about it and I just start laughing at it because like this is literally like, you know, getting stuck in an elevator is like totally normal for me at like 8.30 in the morning, you is know? Is that like, related to being an it entrepreneur? It is, it is because like, oh, I feel like oh, this only happens to entrepreneurs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I it is. I have to meet other entrepreneurs. I'm going to cross check this. <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, like I, I love it a lot because it's just, I love it. I, I don't know, like... I've said this before and I say it all the time, but like when all is said and done and like at the end of it, like you'll have, like you're not taking anything with you, you know, your career, your job title, your, the house, whatever, like it's not going with you, you know? So like, why the not? Like, like, you know, it's like whether you have a successful business or not, like I love learning and an entrepreneur is like, being an entrepreneur is like, the quickest way for you to learn about yourself, but then also, and, and about other people, but then also just like actual like knowledge. How would you define creativity? Ooh, that's a great question. Anything that you create. I mean, anything that just even, yeah, I think, I think that's really just like kind of how you would have to boil it down to. Um, Creating something out of nothing, I feel like, is creativity. Um, even reinventing something. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. re, you know, there's a, um, kind of like a cookie cutter mm-hmm. definition that society has instilled. I think it kind of even just has been ingrained when we were, you know, in school. Like going to like art class or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that... Like, nobody really ever would have suggested that, like, you know, the historians you learn about in your history class were creative when they, decide, when they you know, decided to do X, Y, or Z, yeah. whatever. Men in togas being creative, <laughs> that's not what a creative looks like. They don't have a beanie, forget about it. But. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's really, it's definitely 
an interesting take on things. What would you like to pass on to the next generation? I would say to just slow down. Take it easy, take it one day at a time. Uh, not put too much pressure on what you have envisioned your future and your life to be because it won't pan out that way. Um, and don't put so much pressure on yourself. Slow down, take a walk, enjoy the sun. It's nice and warm. That's it. Thank you so much, Stacey. Yeah, this is fun. Thanks for talking. Woo! We'll keep talking, but that's the end of this podcast. Bye! Yeah, bye!